0: It is my privilege to invite you to open a Bible with me to the Gospel of Matthew chapter 7. We're going to look at a few foundational passages of Scripture this morning to set the tone for everything else that we are going to be involved with from God's Word. And while you're turning back there to Matthew chapter 7, let me echo the welcome to all of you. We're so glad that you're here. We are so very blessed this morning to sing about grace that reaches higher than the highest of mountains and deeper than the depths of the sea. Grace that is able to reach all of us. Grace that has changed many, many, many lives in this room. And it is that grace that we continue to point people to As long as God gives us time and breath, we are very glad that you're here. It is my privilege to use God's Word to challenge you on the last Lord's Day of 2021. How hard is that to believe? It seems just a very short time ago that on the very first Sunday morning... Of 2021 we introduced this theme rise and build and in a variety of ways throughout this year on Sunday mornings and Sunday evenings and Bible classes and a variety of special events we have focused on building as individuals as families as a congregation we have focused on what we are to build why we are to build, in whose name, for whose glory we are to build. It has been a good and a refreshing, a a focusing and, and challenging year. And if the Lord wills, this coming Sunday morning, one week from today, Roger will open God's Word and invite us to open God's Word and we'll talk about our plans for 2022. But could I wrap up our Sunday mornings this year by just asking you, not in the present or the future tense, in many ways we'll talk future tense, next Sunday morning. But as we look in the rear view mirror, not as an entire group, not even as family units, but could I invite you as an individual to look in the mirror of God's word this morning and just to ask, what have I built over the course of these 52 weeks provided to me by God that I did not deserve provided to me that I I so easily on my own just float through as if I deserve another week, more time. Very easy just to ignore that, that chorus of creation that Wyatt used Psalm 148 to remind us of that all around us, in every direction, creation is singing the praises of our Creator. Creation is doing what creation was created to do. And we are invited to join in that course. How have we used our time and our resources and our opportunities? There are several of you in this room or perhaps watching via live stream who built houses in 2021, who built or had built vehicles in 2021. Many of you have worked to build a GPA in 2021 or an academic resume so that you can attain the academic degree that you would like to have. Some of you built engagements in 2021. Some of you built wedding ceremonies in 2021. Some of you have been working to build resumes. There's very little doubt in my mind. Some of you were Late into Friday night, early Saturday morning, building toys for kids or grandkids. We know what it is to build. This morning, I don't want to talk in abstracts, in in theoreticals. I encourage you to ask, and whomever you are this morning, could I point out four or five things that you have built this year whether you realize it or not a a little bit of foundational material if your Bible is open there to Matthew chapter 7 you can read with me from the most famous sermon ever delivered in fact it is its conclusion where Jesus in Matthew chapter 7 and verse 24 said everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And Jesus isn't talking about literal houses. He's talking about our lives. He's talking about our souls, our our spiritual well-being. You can build on solid foundation, is what Jesus is pointing out. But it requires hearing what I've said and doing it. Because it is one thing to have a masterful, beautiful blueprint. But what will I do with that blueprint is the question. In many ways on Sundays and Wednesdays and throughout the year, we have focused on God's masterful, beautiful Blueprint, But in order for me, in order for you to build on solid rock, I've got to hear and I've got to do what the Son of God has said. Let's add a, a, a second foundational passage. If you'll go with me a little deeper in your New Testament to 1 Corinthians chapter 3 where now the Apostle Paul is reminding disciples of Jesus who lived in the great city of Corinth what they are ultimately to be building. He writes there in 1 Corinthians 3 and verse 9, we are God's fellow workers. You are God's field, God's building. A lot of this year has gone into reminding ourselves God is a builder. But it seems very appropriate here at the end of the year to remind us of verse 10. According to the grace of God given to me like a skilled master builder, this apostle says, I laid a foundation, someone else is building upon it. Let each one take care how he builds upon it. Because it is one thing for a great and wonderfully stable foundation to have been laid for my life, my soul, my spiritual well-being. But I, you, need to take care how we build on what God has so graciously provided. One more foundational passage, if you'll go with me toward the end of the Bible. James chapter 1, verse 25, that masterfully summarizes, really, what we want to spend the rest of our time in God's Word this morning doing. James chapter 1, verse 25, one of those verses that soberly reminds us Of the responsibility that we have as men and women created in God's own image. Verse 25. The one who looks into the perfect law. The law of liberty and perseveres. Being no hearer who forgets. One thing to have. The precious Law of liberty held before my face, my eyes, my heart. Day after day, week after week, month after month. But another thing, the thing to hear it and to do it, to to act upon it. That is the man, that is the woman who will be blessed in his or her doing. And so let's go back to the Old Testament book of Proverbs. I'll give you plenty of time to find Proverbs right there in the heart of your Bible. Proverbs chapter 2. The foundation has been laid, we've been encouraged to take care how we build on that foundation. We've heard the promise of blessing to the one who looks into the law of liberty and builds not just hearing, but doing, building what God would have us to build. What have you built? What have I built? What do we all have in common this morning? As far as how we have spent nearly the last year. Whomever you are, you've built habits in 2021 let's lean on solomon in proverbs chapter 2 to tell us a little bit about how those habits have been built whether or not we have been aware that we are building or not in proverbs chapter 2 and verse 1 he says my son If you receive my words and treasure up my commandments with you, making your ear attentive to wisdom and inclining your heart to understanding. Yes, if you call out for insight and raise your voice for understanding. Now let's just pause there for a moment because we get the idea this is headed in a good direction, right? This is a a father speaking to a son about The possibility of blessing that is available. But I want you to notice the the language that he uses. And even though this is 3,000 years old, listen. This is how habits are formed. This is how I have built habits and you have built habits, whether they are good or bad habits, in 2021. It involves what you've treasured up in your heart. You want to know why you have the habits that you have? Let's lean on ancient wisdom this morning. Habits are built by what I treasure up within my God-given heart. Habits are built by what I make my ear consistently attentive to. Habits are built by what I incline my heart towards. You see, this is really old. But it is just as relevant for you this morning as the air that you're breathing. You've built habits based on how you've inclined your heart, what you've listened to, what you've treasured up within yourself. So let's, let's stay on this good news path in Proverbs 2, continuing on in verse 4. If you seek, he's talking about wisdom, And if you build these habits, if you go on this search for silver, it's more than silver, gold that's worth more than gold, the wisdom of God, notice the then in verse 9, then you will understand. How much does this world, as we head into 2022, need righteousness and justice and equity and to know how to walk the good path as defined by our Creator? Well, 2021 has been the time to build these sorts of habits so that those sorts of fruits are born in our lives, if the Lord wills, in 2022. Verse 10. For wisdom will come into your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Discretion will watch over you. Understanding will guard you. Delivering you from the way of evil from men of perverted speech who forsake the path of uprightness to walk in the ways of darkness. Who rejoice in doing evil and delight in the perverseness of evil. Men whose paths are crooked. And who are Devious in their ways. This father is telling his son, your ways don't have to be like that. Your heart shouldn't be like that. Let's turn a few pages over to Proverbs chapter 9. He's encouraging his son about what he's listening to. What he's letting pass the the gates of his heart. What his heart is drinking deeply from day by day, week by week, month by month, year by year. But he also, in Proverbs chapter 9, warns about the wrong path. Folly. Folly. That is personified as a, an alluring woman in Proverbs chapter 9 and verse 13 who is seductive and knows nothing. She sits at the door of her house. She takes a seat in the, the highest places of the town calling to those who pass by who are going straight on their way. You don't have to be wise. You, you don't have to incline your heart towards wisdom. You, you, you most certainly don't have to deny yourself. No, folly is saying, whoever is simple, let him turn in here. And, and to him who lacks sin, she says, stolen water is sweet and bread eaten in secret is pleasant. Build these sorts of habits. Live in these sorts of rhythms of life where you just do whatever it is that you want to do. Two paths. Presented over and over and over again in Proverbs 1 through 10. My son, this father says, here's here's what you need to know. You, You follow the alluring invitations of folly. Those who pass down that way don't realize that's, that's the way to death. We're talking about life. We're talking about our souls. We're talking about our spiritual well-beings. You've built habits. I've built habits in 2021. It's awfully easy, though, isn't it, to, to leave that maybe a little abstract. So let's let's add a, a new testament layer to this. If you'll go with me to the book of Romans chapter 5, what's the big deal about habits? Well, whomever you are, you've also built character in 2021. Habits lead to character. And we know leaning on passages like Romans chapter 5 verses 3 and 4, we're listening to the Spirit of God who reasons with us. We we can rejoice in our sufferings knowing that suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character and character produces hope. Hope is what we all want, isn't it, as we head into 2022 how can I have hope my habits shape my character what I go through and how I go through it shapes my character how and what I am enduring for shapes my character what I am hoping in shapes my character. And again, just like Proverbs presented two pathways, the New Testament presents two pathways. The adversary of your soul who is on his way to hell seeking to drag as many people created in the image of God with him as possible, the devil has a character. Jesus revealed it in John chapter 8 and verse 44 when he said if some real life living and breathing people like you and me, you're of your father the devil and your will is to do your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning. He doesn't stand in the truth. There isn't any truth in him. When he lies, notice this, he speaks out of his own character. Habits produce character. And the doing springs from character. Here were some people who were very much like their spiritual father, the father of lies, the devil. But there's another path. In the New Testament book of Hebrews chapter 6, our Father in heaven also has character. And so in Hebrews 6 and verse 17, when this God desired to show more convincingly to the heirs of the promise the unchangeable character of His purpose, He guaranteed it with an oath. We've talked a lot about that purpose This year, the eternal purpose of God, what God is building right here on the earth. And by grace, the opportunity that we have to be builders of that most magnificent of projects. But here's where the rubber meets the road. What I build and why I build and how I build is going to be based upon the character that I bring to the building project. And so John just reasons with us in really straightforward terms. It's like fruit. It's it's evident who are the children of God and who are the children of the devil. If you don't practice righteousness, that sounds a lot like habits, doesn't it? If you don't practice righteousness... You're not living like your Father in heaven. You you, you don't have the character of your Father in heaven. You say that you love God and you don't love those created in His image. You're building a different sort of character. Whomever you are this morning. This year you've built habits and you've built character. Let's go back in our Bibles to the book of Proverbs. So much wisdom. This time Proverbs chapter 22. So much wisdom right here in the heart of God's word that reminds us, okay, I take habits and I I add character. And now that fruit that we talked about is going to blossom in the form of reputation. And whomever you are this morning, you've built a reputation this year. Proverbs chapter 22 puts this in hopefully very attention grabbing sorts of terms. Verse 1 A good name is to be chosen rather than great. Riches and favor is better than silver or gold. A few pages before this, he put it this way in Proverbs chapter 19 and verse 1 Better is a poor person who walks in his integrity than one who is crooked in speech and is a fool. But again, reputation, maybe that is a little too abstract to wrap our minds around this morning. So let's take another step as to where reputation ultimately leads. You've built a reputation in 2021. But you've also built an atmosphere around you. Turn a few pages before this to Proverbs chapter 15. And, and, and let's put some practical lenses on to understand, okay, habits to character to reputation, to the atmosphere that people enter into when they are around me or think about me. For instance, Proverbs chapter 15 and verse 1. A soft answer turns away wrath. But a harsh word stirs up anger. The tongue of the wise commends knowledge, but the mouths of fools... Pour out folly. You remember the character choice? Wisdom or folly. And now hopefully we see why that character matters so much because what's going on in the heart creates an atmosphere that the people around me in my home, my family, our church family, co-workers, fellow students... They breathe the atmosphere that is being created by my habits and character and reputation. And so am I known for wise, soft answers or hard, foolish answers that spring from self-centered anger? A few verses later. We're giving a a master class in this throughout Proverbs 15. Verse 4, a gentle tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness in it breaks the spirit. Verse 7, the lips of the wise spread knowledge, not so the hearts of fools. Verse 12. A scoffer does not like to be reproved. He will not go to the wise. A glad heart makes a cheerful face. But by sorrow of heart, the spirit is crushed. The heart of him who has understanding seeks knowledge. But the mouths of fools feed on folly. All the days of the afflicted are evil, but the cheerful of heart has a continual feast. Better is a little with the fear of the Lord than great treasure and trouble with it better is a dinner of herbs where love is than a fattened ox and hatred with it a hot tempered man stirs up strife but he who is slow to anger quiets contention verse 28 the heart of the righteous ponders how to answer but the mouth of the wicked pours out evil things Masterclass continues in chapter 16. Look at verse 7. When a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. Better is a little with righteousness than great revenues with injustice. Verse 24. Gracious words are like a honeycomb. Sweetness to the soul and health to the body. Verse 1 of chapter 17, better is a dry morsel with quiet than a house full of feasting with strife. You see, habits shape character, and character produces reputation. Reputation really is the atmosphere that is created around me because of the habits and the character that I've been building this year. One more. Go back with me. in your Bibles to 1st John chapter 5 in our New Testaments, 1st John chapter 5. You take habits, character, reputation, that atmosphere, the way that the New Testament ultimately frames this is in terms of influence. You live in a world that has powerful influence. And it's, it's been like that for a very long time. First John chapter 5 and verse 19. We know that we are from God and the whole world lies in the power of the evil one. We can't change that. Worldwide influence. But here's what we can determine to do. In the language of Philippians chapter 2 and verse 14. Don't create this atmosphere around you of grumbling and disputing. That's not the sort of influence you want to have on the world around you. You want to be blameless and innocent. Children of God in the midst of a... Crooked and twisted generation. You want to shine as lights in the world. And so tomorrow from Ephesians chapter 5, we're, we're not going to become partners with those who are creating this toxic atmosphere around us. At one time, that's what was in our hearts. At, at one time, that was the sort of influence that was coming from the hearts that we had built. But now... We're to be light in the Lord. We're to walk as children of life. Even as very young people. To borrow Paul's encouragement to Timothy. In the way we talk. In the way we conduct ourselves. In our love. In our faith. In our purity. Whomever you are this morning. You have built habits, character, reputation, an atmosphere that we could easily call influence. Now before we're done, one more passage. If you would open your Bible to the Gospel of Luke chapter 7. I don't know about you, when I I think of a year in those sorts of terms, when I think of a lifetime in those sorts of terms, it's not good news. Because I always haven't been the, the influence that I would like to be. I, I haven't always modeled the character that I, I would like to model. And it, it ultimately goes back to The inclinations of of my own heart. And and so there are two different ways to end a sermon of self-evaluation like this. We can say, well, this is what you built in 2021. Do better in 2022. And we know how that goes, don't we? How much better to end with the gospel. In Luke chapter 7 and verse 36, we read a very real scene in Jesus' life where, Luke 7 verse 36, one of the Pharisees had asked Jesus to eat with him, and he, he went into the Pharisee's house, he reclined at the table there, and behold, a woman of the city. She had a reputation. She was a a sinner, and everybody knew it. When she learned that he was reclining at table in the Pharisee's house, she brought an alabaster flask of ointment. Standing behind him at his feet, weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears and wiped them with the hair of her head and kissed his feet and anointed them with the ointment. And when the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to him, If this man were a prophet, he would have known who and what sort of woman this is who is touching him. For she is a sinner. This woman had wielded influence. This woman had created an atmosphere around her. She had a reputation that flowed from her broken character that was fueled by her sinful habits. But there's hope here. Gospel. Jesus engages this Pharisee and eventually he asks him in verse 44 as, as he turns to this woman. Do you see her? I, I entered your house. You gave me no water for my feet. She has wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You gave me no kiss but from the time I came in she has not ceased To kiss my feet. You did not anoint my head with oil, but she has anointed my feet with ointment. Therefore, I tell you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven. For she loved much. He who is forgiven little, loves little. And before that woman leaves, he doesn't just talk about her, he talks to her. Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. What have you built in 2021? Well, whomever you are, you've built habits and character and reputation and an atmosphere and an influence. But that isn't enough to save you. However good, however sterling, flawless that is in your own side, admirable in the side of others, whatever you've built, it's, it's not enough. But here is who is. The one who knew perfectly who and what sort of woman this was. And when she was willing to come to him broken, just as she was, but full of faith, despite her habits and her character and her reputation, her influence, she was forgiven. And so we're going to stand in just a moment and we're going to sing an invitation song not to applaud me, not to applaud you and what we have built together in 2021. But we are going to stand and we're going to sing the praises of this God who is willing to forgive you right here and right now. If you're willing to ask What you need to do and listen to the Bible's response that you've got to turn away from what dishonors God and be buried with Jesus in baptism to wash away your sins. You can be made well. You can start building something different. As 2021 gives way to 2022. If we can be of any help, Any encouragement to you whatsoever, would you let us know how we can help by coming to the front while we stand and sing together?